everybody welcome to the log on games podcast for friday february the 16th on this episode we're going to go over the xbox business event which was just a 20 minute podcast but uh that'll probably pretty much be all we covered today um with me today you can find him back at the brick wall at x user 8x we have matthew is on the podcast today different brick wall and i have little weird, weird little trinkets around here trinkets yeah how's it feel and then this thing it does this <laughs> it's nice it's my gong is it is it real brick wall or is it fake brick wall mm-hmm. nice. it's real it's, it's uh previously it was a fireplace and then i think i guess that's where that comes in and then yeah. uh well, mm-hmm. what's going on? Have you been playing anything recently? I actually um, had to do a lot of, uh, I've mentioned before on the podcast, a lot of like reading for school stuff, which I tend to just like audio, like have my phone read it to me. So mm-hmm. I like playing games that don't require a ton of thinking. Uh, I've played a good, I've played a good bit of Power World. Still loving that. That's good. But I've played mostly this week. I've, I've been in the F1 manager train because uh nice two weeks from today is first uh first weekend of the season so kind of getting back in nice. a little bit little bit so that's what i played the most world. of uh yes I, honestly I, i've enjoyed it but i keep uh like not playing it as much as i want to because i know that I'm just progressing my solo stuff and I want to do, I don't want to have to redo everything again on our multiplayer world. So we need to jump in. Agreed. I jumped in for a little bit the other day. Um, but then we had a overwatch update. So I went on that Mm -hmm. yesterday and, um, I'm still slowly playing final fantasy 16 through every time I play it, I play it for like maybe like 30 or 40 minutes and then I have to do something else. And I really yeah. just want to like sit down and just play it for like a long time, but yeah. And um, we'll get there. Had lunch with a guy today who uh, wants to play some Rocket League together, so we might get you involved in some of that. He uh, he hit Grand Champ last season, so nice. He's pretty good. He's he's better than us. I got on Rocket League a couple nights ago just because by myself at like three o'clock in the morning. I was like, let's just get in here. Let's play a solo game just so I can play. That's I got in there your rank. and I, I played, well, I, I did a 1v1 mm-hmm. okay. and uh, just murdered this dude to the point where he was like <laughs> cussing me out in the chat and everything and ended up quitting. And I was like, and I, I just stopped after that. I was like, all right, I did it. That's funny. <laughs> um, all right. We will welcome everybody to the Log on Games podcast. This is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. New episodes upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you want to listen to your podcast at. We are also uh, in video on youtube.com backslash at logongames. And hopefully over the next, sometime over the next month, we're going to try and uh, live stream some episodes and see Mm -hmm. how that goes with a new uh, platform. 
maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Um, so if you're listening to this, we record normally Thursdays at around like 5 or 5.30. Mm -hmm. So that's when we will be doing them. So if you're listening and you are free, normally then we would love for you to hop in and give us some feedback because we're going to kind of be looking at audio, video, quality of everything. Mm -hmm. And if uh, if it's worth it to pay whatever the fee is going to be to to do these things. Uh, we should be going live from Twitch, YouTube, and probably Instagram when we do them. So you cool. can follow us at Logon Games everywhere. We're at Logon Games on Twitch. We're, like I said, we're youtube.com slash at Logon Games. If you're already subscribed to our YouTube channel, uh, you can hit the notification bell, uh, and that'll notify you whenever we do go live. So, um, mm -hmm. so you can just kind of follow us from there. Um, but yep, yep. Let's get into it. There was an Ooh. Xbox business event today, which was a 20-minute podcast where they said things. Um, so I'm just going to well, before we get into what this, they uh, yeah. I, I want, what were your expectations for this? My expectation well, it was a weird one, right? Yeah. Like wh had, what did you what did you not selfishly? What did you think they were going to say? pretty much what they said, which was just like nothing. Okay. It was going to matter. Selfishly, I wanted them to come out and just be like, we're putting everything everywhere. We're not making consoles anymore. We're third party. That's what I wanted. Yep. Then I could sell my Xbox and just play everything on PlayStation. But I know, right? Um, that's not what we got. It's well, not but what, what we got. got was what I expected, which I have theories. Sure. But so yeah, I think everybody does. <laughs> What about they you? tried to talk around a lot of things. My expectations, I actually talked about it uh, to Ivy yesterday. Um, I kind of expected them to come out and say something to the effect of, we're not really going to focus on consoles anymore. Yeah. We're just pouring it all into Game Pass. And that, like, I thought that it was even possible that maybe they didn't announce this today, but that they go the route of, um, not really making any more exclusive consoles, but more so yeah. making like the, their next console being uh, basically a PC that they just brand an Xbox. So it's like the Xbox PC or whatever. It's it's a, a thing you can buy and play Game Pass on, right? Yeah. Um, and just kind of stop trying to make unique consoles to Xbox, but just make a PC every year that has an Xbox branding or size or whatever that still comes with the controller. But that's also not what they said today. So yeah. Um, so yeah. they also did a big long tweet thread afterwards. Um, obviously, all the hype, speculation, rumors, reports leading up to this that were some were crazy, some were right, etc. Um, but they tweeted out this big long thread that kind of summed up the podcast today. Okay. And so I wrote in my own words kind of what it was. There was like five okay. points. First point: There's four games that they have that have been out for at least a year that are coming to other platforms. Um, number two, Activision Blizzard games are coming to Game Pass, and then they announced Diablo coming or Diablo Four coming March twenty eighth. But we all, anyways, yeah. Number three, hardware Xbox hardware will continue as normal, um, and that's I mean, this, like I said, this is my own word. So if you haven't listened to right. the podcast, you can go listen to it. But essentially, they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna make a next gen console." Like, yeah, okay, so normal. Uh, yeah. Number four, Xbox will continue to have cross-play, cross-progression, cross-save, etc. Whatever. 
backwards compatibility yep. for things. And then number five, uh, their games will be coming day one. Their their releases will be coming day one to Game Pass. So, mm-hmm. all that to say, we knew all of this already. Basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was watching this, I was like, I mean, they announced four games that have been out for at least a year that were been exclusive to Xbox that are coming, but they already have games on other platforms like Minecraft. Is already on another platform. They now own Call of Duty, which is on other platforms. Yeah. So they already do this, but so the surprising thing would have been if one of the four games was like something big, you know. But right. essentially they said that. I I think one of the four games will be something very big. It's well, so I have written down what I think it's gonna be. Okay. We know for a fact Hi-Fi Rush is one of them because it's already leaked out. Didn't know it was yeah, leaked, but that was definitely a guess of mine for one of the. They had like they said basically two major games and two smaller ones. Basically, yeah, they had a bunch of the ad mats have already leaked out. Like, there's a PlayStation one that has the character looking like Cloud. There's a Nintendo one that has the character looking like Mario or whatever. Um, so Hi-Fi Rush is one of them for sure. We don't, I think, know for sure any of the other ones, but it's correct. I have. Five games, so it's definitely four of these five. Hi-Fi Rush, Sea of Thieves, Grounded, Flight Simulator, and Pentiment, which are, like, kind of the lower tier. But they said, like, you know, they... Specifically in the podcast, they said these are games that we want more people to play. Business-wise, so more people will play it. We can get more money from it so that we can do sequels to these games or expansions to these games or whatever. So, Hi-Fi Rush is definitely one of them we already know, which makes sense on what they're saying. Like, it's a smaller game that did re- that really high reviews, probably the mm-hmm. Xbox's best game in years, review-wise. Um, so, they want PlayStation and Nintendo people to play it, sell it there, make more money so they can make a sequel. Sea of Thieves, I feel like, is a shoe-in as well, because it's kind of hit its... Maybe it's whatever its max is as far as players go for sure. Xbox sure. and PC. So let's go that out there. Grounded is another one I think could it could be for similar reasons to I see, see these where like it's kind of like it's a games ES servicey thing. So you kind of want as many people playing it as possible. Yeah. And if grounded is gonna get any more content in the future, it definitely needs more people in there. So mm-hmm. And then Pentiment was like a small indie-ish game that was, and then the other only one that mm-hmm. I could think of that kind of makes sense is Flight Simulator as far as a game that makes sense on other platforms. Like it just being on. It's so hard I don't know if can to perform. It's on Switch, so but. difficult to control is the biggest thing. You need so mm-hmm. many, it's so many buttons and, and just a lot of that. So I don't know, maybe I can tell you, I think there's, cause they basically said like you mentioned two, smaller studio type games that want to get their game out to more people. And yeah. it's two games that they feel like uh, basically would make more money if they went on other platforms because they're not making any more money where they are yeah. now. And I can tell you, I think one of them is massive. And I think one of them is going to be a large deal. I think Halo's coming. Well, that's what I, I put below on my list. I put... Because they specifically didn't say, she asked them, is Starfield or Indiana Jones one of the games? And he said no. They didn't say Halo or Gears. 
It's one. a Halo or Gears. So. And I think Halo's the one. And I don't. I think the only way this Halo ends up being a good Halo is if it has a major influx of player base from somewhere that yeah. that makes the game more fun. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a solidly made game in terms of how it runs and performs and feels when you play and those kind of things. It's the other stuff that they're really missing out on. And if you really want to make uh um you know a game pass or or not a game pass but a, a season pass and those kind of things, Halo's the game for it. They already have some of that. I just don't know, and I, honestly, I don't think it matters which one. I don't know if it, if they would put out Halo Infinite or they just put out the Master Chief Collection. To be honest with you, and honestly, for PlayStation people, uh, I, I don't think, think it matters. Infinite. No, it should be, but they're stupid, and they may like, let's just throw Master Chief Collection over there, and then more people would immediately be pl- like any of these games. Doesn't matter if it's Halo Gears yep. or any of the other five that we listed are immediately going to have more players on play, playing on PlayStation than Xbox. That's, like, I don't see. One. I don't think so. I don't think it would have as big of a thing as they want because if if they put Infinite on PlayStation, they would get some more players. I get it, but how do they put it on PlayStation? Is it seventy dollars on PlayStation? Because if well, it is, the campaign is probably still priced. I don't know, but the yeah, I mean the multiplayer is free on everywhere at the moment: PC, Xbox, Steam, wherever. Well, they would have to do that because if they charge PlayStation, I don't think they're getting an influx of anybody because. If you were going to pay for that game, then you're going to have one of those other systems to go play Halo anyways. Yeah. Um, it's, you weren't going to have a PlayStation just sit over here, man, I wish I could play Halo. Like, it's just not, you would have you would have done something to get an Xbox or a PC or whatever. For the most, I mean, yeah. I'm generalizing, obviously. They'd still, we'd have some players play. But I don't <laughs> know. It'd be interesting to see. So, here is my, the main question. When the podcast ended, First mm-hmm. question that popped into my brain was, why did they even do this? What was the point? <laughs> they basically told, this is what they told us. We have four games coming out. Okay. Activision Blizzard games are coming. Yeah, we figured, you know, you bought yeah. Bethesda. Bethesda. So we figured Activision Blizzard games were coming at some point. We're going to continue. We're going to make another Xbox console. Well, okay. Well, freaking duh. We're going to continue to have cross-play and cross-progression between Xbox and PC. Well, Okay. Is that news? Yeah. <laughs> and then, hey, all of our games are yeah. coming day one to Game Pass. Yes, you tell us this every time you do anything. So, yeah, why did you do this to begin with? And I have yeah, we have a article from The Verge, and this article was a couple, like a week ago or something. Well, let me copy the link. I don't have my Windows set up like a normal. So. <laughs> It happens. Um, this is from TheVerge.com. It's a whole article about Microsoft's gaming revenue um, in general. The title is Microsoft's Gaming Revenue Overtake Windows Thanks to Activision Blizzard. And then it's a whole article that talks about their whole financial report. But I want to go down here to the Xbox stuff where it talks about, you know, it's been Xbox Game Passes up by 61%. It's largely because of Activision Blizzard revenues um, or Xbox content and services revenue, which includes Game Pass is up 61%. Microsoft says the net impact of the Activision Blizzard acquisition is just over $2 billion in revenue with the cost of integration, transaction costs, and other revenue total of $930 million. Um, 
hardware, Xbox hardware up 3%. Uh, all right, here it is down here. So it's, a, it's an important quarter for gaming at Microsoft as it's now the company's lar uh, third largest business. Gaming contributed to 7.11 billion in revenue for the quarter, more than the 5.26 billion from Windows, but behind the 13.47 billion from Office and cloud service giant. Um, and, and again, this is mainly because of the Activision Blizzard deal, right? That they have surpassed Windows. So my theory is of why they even did this podcast to begin with is because Microsoft now is like before this big deal, Xbox was like, who cares? Like the money that they were giving Xbox to do Xbox things was such a small portion that it didn't even matter. Uh, and then there was that whole interview last year with Microsoft's president where he was just like, you could tell that like, they just don't care about Xbox. Like, yeah, y'all can just do whatever you want because the amount of money we're spending is so minute compared to anything that matters. But now mm. they have this, they bought Activision Blizzard. Now this, they're bringing in more money than Windows, which is a big deal. And now I think that Microsoft higher ups are like looking at their numbers and their sales numbers, whether it's hardware, games, et cetera, and being like, we just spent $70 billion. And someone else did the math. There, there's two podcasts. There is the Sacred Symbols podcast, and there was another one. They talked about how long it would take if Activision Blizzard made the same amount of money like this last year mm -hmm. that it would take for them to recoup their money. And it was like 25 years or something like that. So I'm thinking Microsoft looks at this and like, okay, we need to get our money back and it, we want it to not take two decades to do so. So mm -hmm. I think part, part of that is these four games that are coming to other platforms. And we talked on the phone earlier today before this of like, I definitely still think two, three, five years from now. Like, this will be the first time, like, if Sea of Thieves drops, Hi-Fi Rush, whatever, even, especially at Halo, but Sea of Thieves, Hi-Fi Rush, they drop on PlayStation. A quarter goes by, a year goes by, or whatever, and then these Microsoft higher-ups that are now paying attention to what Xbox is doing looks at the numbers, and it's like, our numbers, like, tripled when we put the stuff on mm -hmm. Switch and PlayStation. Why are we not putting everything everywhere right now? And I think we're just going to see more and more games. Even if it's a year later, that's probably how it'll start. But if you told me right now, five years from now, six months after the, a new Fable or Halo or whatever comes out that comes to everything, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I I'm, I agree with you. I just was doing a little research. Don't have the exact numbers currently, but numbers from April of last year, basically, right? Mm -hmm. And numbers uh, like it says currently there's 34 million game pass subscribers okay uh as of april so mm -hmm. almost a year ago 15 million of those were on pc so, so essentially half essentially half yeah and so and there's 20 we we, we just got numbers recently about it looks like about 27 million xboxes have been sold mm -hmm. um so yeah essentially about two-thirds of those between a half and two-thirds of those have game pass 
And so my point is they've already, they're already proving that game pass is valuable to them outside of the Xbox. Um, yeah. And especially if they're not selling very well, which they're not, um, they may be be better off going that route. And like I said, that would make sense then if they just wanted to come out with consoles that were really just PCs that look like an Xbox, right? Then it's not, they're not having to do all extra special, you know, um, development for that. I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting thing. It seemed to me like the overall goal of this, at, like after listening to this press conference or whatever you want to call it, yeah. I'm not even sure what it was called. Um, it seems like the overall goal was to double down on their ecosystem and to try to create more buzz and people that want to join their ecosystem. Not buy their consoles, yeah. but join their ecosystem. As a matter of fact, I think they almost went out of their way to say, it's fine if you don't want to buy our consoles, yeah. but you're going to want to be in our ecosystem. <laughs> like that's kind of like what it felt like to me. But that's also been what they've said. I agree. Time, ev- anywhere. <laughs> I agree. But they, this was a double down. I think this was more of a, okay, we just spent a bunch of money. The way we get our money back is all this stuff's coming to game pass. So we, it only works if more people sign up for game pass. And so just- they're trying to double down on that. It was just so strange, and you may be, if you're listening, being like, well, the reason they did it is because all the crap that happened this last week, which is why they did it today. But this was supposedly already planned for later in the month. They just pushed it up because of all these leaks and stuff that have happened. So this was already a planned thing that was going to happen, either at the end of this month or I think, I honestly think it was supposed to be the end of this month because supposedly, take us with a grain of salt. But Andrew? Oh! <laughs> Supposedly. You, you did you did peace. <laughs> Supposedly, there was a Nintendo Direct that was supposed to drop today, but they pushed it because of this yeah. Xbox stuff. Yeah. Which would also make sense, especially if we get the Nintendo Direct like next week and Hi-Fi Rush is on there. And that make, then we'll kind of know for sure then. That like, yeah. Because they were like, we're not going to tell you which four games... I'm going to tell you which four, and I think that's because either one or two are going to be announced at this Nintendo Direct, which would be like, like Hi-Fi Rush and, and Pentiment seem like they're very Nintendo Direct-y games. Definitely. If it's like a, a third-party yeah. whatever thing. I can see it. I can see it. And so my guess is that the reason they didn't say it is because it was already planned that Hi-Fi Rush and Pentiment, or at least Hi-Fi Rush, was going to be announced at the Nintendo Direct, which was supposed to be first but they wanted to get this out now because of all the craziness happening that leaked out. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. there's that, but it's still like, I just can't, it's just funny to me that like they did this whole podcast and even if nothing leaked out, they still would have done this two weeks, whatever they were going to do this business event podcast thing. Just tell us stuff that we already know. That makes no sense to me. Other than they're now bigger players in Microsoft and Microsoft's like, all right, Let's start coming out with games on other platforms. And if these perform well, I can almost guarantee you. Mm-hmm. Moneybags Johnson, Mr. President of of Microsoft, whatever, is going to be like, all right, let's start pumping out other games to other platforms. I think it's not that they're not going to have exclusives, but. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious, too, that Microsoft has been pretty heavy on this. Like, we're not competing with PlayStation. We're a different thing, you know. Yeah. And he said a pretty savage yeah. line. Part of the way through the uh, Phil Spencer said a pretty savage line that basically was like, now that we own Activision and Blizzard, 
we're actually like the largest developer on PlayStation. <laughs> and it's like, I was like, oh, snap, which is it's just a pretty, it was a pretty savage line. And so it's like, we're not competing, but also, haha, take that. <laughs> it's yeah. funny. Uh, but I also thought it was interesting too, that the consoles, like you said, they did double down. They're going to keep making consoles. And they even said there's going to be something console and controller options or something added uh, in it, holidays this year. Yeah, it's the thing. I think it's the thing that leaked out with the FTC stuff. Remember, we saw that controller that looked like it was wearing pants, and then we yeah. saw the that like circular Xbox yeah. that had no disc drive or whatever, which basically is a digital Series X. Is kind of what it looked like. Maybe, yeah. Um, I, I'm assuming that's probably what's going to be this year. And but I, I would guess we, more. Uh, it'd be a it'll be a Pro, basically same as I think PlayStation and Xbox are both. I want to say pro version. And again, they lie, but um, <laughs> no I one's ever lied. Someone, someone said that they weren't doing a pro version this generation. Um, I'm sure they did, but I think now that it's basically confirmed PlayStation is, then that yeah. probably changes their their thought process on it. Yeah, I I would I would somewhat agree. But I want to say that they're. Someone said that they're not going to do a pro. You may be right. Would, I'm just saying it's at least said, possible. They also said in this podcast that their next Xbox would be the biggest leap in technology in between consoles ever, which would only make sense if you didn't do a pro. Because yeah, then you can make I it. Mean, you can make that statement true of like we went from the specs of the Series X to the specs of the the new generation yes. Xbox, mm-hmm. where you can't really say that about. Like the yeah. PS4 Pro to the PS5 because there was a Pro in there, so, right? Or like a PS5 Pro to a PS6. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I know we we mentioned it on the podcast before too. Like the all the talk about layoffs and stuff gets a little tired just because it seems like every other day it's just okay. We yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. The economy is what it is. People are getting laid off. It sucks, but I also don't need nine notifications on my phone every day about it. Right. Um, yeah. But obviously they are one of the major uh, companies overall as a whole that's laid off a bunch of people, and especially with this merger with Activision Blizzard. And he's talked about that a little bit too, in terms of just like the, um, the, the industry of video gaming has not really grown over the last couple of years, which is not surprising to me personally, because it grew so quickly. Like, I feel like it's just market saturation where it's like, you, if everybody plays games and you can't grow, right? <laughs> everybody mm-hmm. plays games. You're not going to get more people to play games because they're all playing games. And, and I think there's just a lot of that. And so he just kind of said, basically he was saying we have hired and planned for growth and the industry's basically stayed the same. So therefore we've had to lay some people off. Right. And I thought that was at least, I appreciated him coming out and laying out the whys and some of the stuff like this yeah. is what's happened. And this is what, ha- I mean, we were hoping to make more money and we didn't. So um, I mean, that's part of the reason why he said, you know, they want these smaller games to go on other platforms so they can make more money yeah. and they can support yeah. these smaller teams. Yeah. So and I also think June. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh boy. We're stuck. <laughs> Stalemate. We got, we got a delay. But that's okay. We'll make it work. <laughs> I'm reading from gamingbible.com. Mm. Uh, this was June. So this was like when they did their Xbox showcase last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, it said, during a recent episode of Digital Foundry's Direct Weekly Show, John Lyman, who is 
Uh, I thought it said somewhere exactly what he is on Xbox, but John Lyman explained that he was reportedly informed by Microsoft that the Xbox Series X is its mid-gen refresh. Basically, mm-hmm. the Xbox Series X is the pro console. Lyman said that Microsoft considers the Series S the standard-gen console, but bumped up the queue and release of the Series X early instead of waiting two or three years. Uh, while we should not take this information as 100% fact, the guys at Digital Foundry know their stuff very well informed, blah, blah, blah. Sure. So... Again, yeah, plans change, especially that everyone knows there that there is a PS5 Pro coming this holiday. So Xbox might just do it just to. Yep. Just Uh, it's possible. I've I've been on record saying I I kind of think the idea of Pro consoles is I don't love. I don't I don't get I don't really think it's a great idea. I would rather you not come out with a pro console and they just come out with a new console three years later. It just makes more sense to me. I just don't think that the performance difference between a regular and a pro is necessary for the games to be good. You know what I mean? Like consoles are yeah. powerful enough now that they're good. I get it. You get a, some maybe extra performance mode or this, that like I get it. There's some bonuses to it, but it's for the, it's for a very specific person. Sure, I agree, yeah. and and that even that tells me that's probably not worth it. Then, like, there's only so many people going to buy it. Similar to the Series S, like a Series S is for a very specific type of person, where it's like, I'm, I'm ha- like, it's a person that's happy just playing their games in 1080p. They don't need the best resolution or the best frame rate. They just want to play the game. They don't really care. Sure. But current consoles, that. if a game is made well and optimized well, you can play 60 at 4K. And we we have plenty of games that do it. And so but I take like the PS4 Pro, which yeah. I bought. I was playing at that point at that time it was like, okay, well, Overwatch and Apex and then even like Last of Us Part Two and stuff like that it came out. It's like, okay, I can play at 60 frames now. I don't think the yep. Last of Us Part Two was 60 frames, but it was I think it was 4K mm-hmm. 30 instead of 1440 30 or whatever it was. Right. And so at that point, I was like, yes, I was playing Destiny 2 at 30 frames a lot. And I was just like, I, sure. I can't play 30 frames anymore. And so then I would go, I was like, I get to play Overwatch. And that, that's how it is now mm-hmm. on PS5. I get to play. I get to play Overwatch at 120 frames, but it's also at 1080p. Uh, gotcha. And then Rocket League, I think, is 4K or an upscaled 4K 120. I think what the PS5 Pro is going to do is games like like God of War, like the new Spider-Man that just came out and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where it's like you can play 4K 60 or even an upscaled 4K or something 120, but you're not going to have ray tracing. It's kind of how it is. Like there's always like a ray tracing mode. This is 4K 60 with ray tracing, but it's now it's downscaled 4K or whatever. So I think the PS5 Pro is just going to be like, all right, whatever the best version that there is, you don't have to compromise anymore. Like you can play, if the game can go 4K 120 with ray tracing, you're going to be able to do that now. Or 4K 60 with ray tracing, right? you're going to be able to do that now. Instead of having to choose, do I want 4K or do I want ray tracing? Or do I want neither and I want frame rate kind of ordeal. Um, Mm -hmm. And so for people like me, I want that. But at, yeah. we saw we saw that with the sales of the PS4 Pro, it was just like 
it's only for certain people. Like, not everybody cares or it's going to buy this, and the sales proved that. But I guess it sold well enough for them to want to do another one. So The best part about the PS4 Pro is that it knocked the price of the other stuff down a little bit. And yeah, that was best. And also, By the way, I'm changing the subject, so you go ahead. I was going to say, also, I think a big reason for the PS5 Pro being later this year is just the fact that GTA 6 comes out the next year. Hmm. And they want to be like, and if Xbox doesn't do one, then PlayStation can say, do you want to play in 4K60 with ray tracing? Well, the only place you can do that is PS5 Pro. And the yeah, bundle so. it, and then bada bing, bada so. You should be able to play any new game in 4K60, to my opinion, anyways. I agree, not, but that's just not the world we live in. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to say, for those of you that are PC gamers, and Nerds. Uh, since since this is a video game podcast at times, but also just a destiny podcast at times um, on humble bundle. Currently you can buy for $40 uh, destiny two and all the DLC that has ever come out with an annual nice. pass or for $20, the same thing minus the annual pass. So 20 bucks for everything that ever come out in destiny two. It's a pretty good deal. It's a good deal. And uh, if you've never played Destiny, then I feel like that's the only reason you would need to buy all that. Because if you have, we're going we're been stuck on this expansion and season for like sure. The next but even if days. you're missing like an expansion, the last expansion or something, it's cheaper just yeah. to buy that whole bundle than it is to go buy just expansion in some ways. So, yeah, it's a good deal. Anyways, just saying. But yeah, it was uh, it was kind of a status quo thing, and then we also had the other news from PlayStation this week that was. More rumor than news, but supposedly there is no major titles coming out this year, first party. It said said no major current titles. It said nothing about new IPs. It was basically like you're not going to get a God of War or Spider-Man or Last of Us Mm -hmm. or Uncharted or anything like this year. Basically what they said. But it also was said behind closed doors in a way that was not meant to be... It wasn't a PlayStation blog, you know what I mean? And so yeah. that we just need more context. Like how how true is that? Was that just somebody saying, I don't think we're gonna get any of our major titles out this year? Or you know what I'm saying? I just have yeah. just have a questions. Um So that's the other side of this. But that's just like first party PlayStation, which I mean it's disappointing. Yep. But at the same time, like like Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth that's coming out is exclusive, but that's not a first party thing. So Correct. we could definitely get more stuff like that mm-hmm. or probably what I just assume like a, a couple of their live service games will probably come out this year, which will be new IPs. So yeah, Avengers, no cat that toward that. And then they also basically said somebody at PlayStation said uh, a similar thing to kind of what happened to Xbox this, this week, where it's just like, yeah, some of our games are going to come to multiple platforms, which I assume they're talking about these live service games. Because like, if you want a live service, especially like a multiplayer live service game to like be able to sustain for a long time, it kind of mm-hmm. just needs to be free and it kind of just needs to be everywhere. Sure. Sure. So Concord and then uh, Fair Games, was that the other one that we saw? Uh, I'm ass- think that's the I'm name ass- of it. Yeah, I'm assuming that those are the games they're talking about. Like, should be they're going to come everywhere. So, Foam Stars. Oh, Foam Stars. <laughs> um, 
There was only one other bit of news that happened today that we can touch on if you want to. Okay. And that was that EA Sports or EA College Football got a trailer mm-hmm. and an announcement. Uh, so it's finally real. It's coming. Did it say May, it? I think. I think yeah, May is when they're doing a, their now announcement official thing. I think this has already been leaked by somebody that said that not only that this trailer was coming, but that May they were going to do like their big blowout and that the game would mm-hmm. come out in July. I think that's what they said. Which I think lines I think up I, what it was before the too. game would usually come so. out in July. Because Madden so. would come out at the end of August. Right. And you can get it and it kind of, you know, you get a little, uh, you get a, a month or two of that like hype. People just really are waiting for college football, especially in the south yeah. where we're from so they'll go buy the game yeah so, um i like it i think it's good uh saw a couple tweets and and curious when this happens and i hope it does um you know does that mean an ncaa basketball game is coming back in the future an ncaa baseball game that we haven't had in forever would love for that to come back in the future and, and i think probably all those things will happen at some point um mm-hmm. should be fun times here's here's what i say mm-hmm. and i'm not as as into the college basketball world Mm-hmm. Uh, as they used to be, but who would even be on the cover of the game if there was a college you, basketball game? You year? pick somebody. They always pick somebody that is in the NBA now. That just well, they used college. to because you couldn't pay players. And they still stuff. do it. Though. I think you they can, still you do, can it, do it. You can do a college player now. You can but still like but... who would you pick? Because most of the top picks weren't college players this last year. Like Victor came when Binyama came from France. The Thompson sure. Twins no, came yeah, from no, Ignite sense. League. So you pick, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. You pick somebody that just had a big year last year. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's that's regardless. why I'm, that's my question. It's like regardless, if, though, if it was going to come out this year, who would you even put on the front? Because I don't even I don't yeah. know of, of a of a player that when I think college basketball, even if it's a player that was just drafted, I don't know who you would even be able to try and sell your game with, unless you do a legacy thing of like an old UNC that's, Jordan. Well, you something. don't. I don't think your game sells based on who's on the cover. I just don't. No, but don't if, think, if a no-name dude's on the cover and, and someone sees it at a store, they're going to be like, I don't know what the heck that is. Mm. Could be. Could be. Who's going to um, be on the front of the college football game? Uh, we'll find out in May. Who, I would assume You want to predict somebody? Um... I picked Who? Corum. Who's that? The running back from Michigan that just won the national title. That would be my guess. Is he gonna? I think it's going to be someone that's still going to be playing in college this year. I don't. He could be though. It could be. I say him, or it could be uh, Daniels. He won the he won the Heisman. So, true. So, uh, quarterback from LSU. Uh, regardless, I, I hope a college basketball came at some point in the future because I'm I'm a. I'm a college football fan more than any other sport. And yeah, but it's EA that's going to be doing it, though. I understand that. I'm a, but I'm a, my point is, though, even you, like you're more of a pro sports fan than uh, yeah. college, even though you still do love college sports too, especially football. But there is no better, like to me, the premier sports event in the calendar is that March Madness tournament, man. There's just nothing mm-hmm. like it. It, it is. It stands on its own, and so I, I think you can. Uh, I think it just would sell. I just it would. What uh, keeping with the sports thing? What do you think about the rumor that 
FIFA is giving the FIFA name to 2K. Are they? Didn't know it. That's what the rumor is. So this was, let's see. GameRant.com three days ago. Okay. A newly surfaced rumor suggests that 2K will be the developer of the next official FIFA game. The Nevada, California-based publisher was previously said to have been eyeing the FIFA license for years. 2023 marked the first year without FIFA, blah, 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 blah. Um, there's a tweet from a Twitter leaker guy that said, uh, my favorite FIFA game, Heart, and then said 2K2, oops, 2002 FIFA World Cup. Um, but yeah, what do you think if that's a, if that's a thing? That 2K I'm looking, looking at a soccer game. You said there was a two a two K two soccer game back in the day. No, it was just the leaker that was like making a oh a little meme out of it. Gotcha. And my point was that's what I was looking at right now. I was going back, and you know we played two K games. We're uh, we're we're Sega kids, man. We had Dreamcast mm-hmm. and everything. We were playing two K when it was literally just two K. Um, <laughs> there was no numbers after the K. Um, and uh, I don't think they've ever made any sort of soccer game. So I don't know. Um, it'd be interesting. EA just has such a massive player base, right? So you'd have to get them over. Um, I mean, if it's called FIFA 2K 26 or whatever, people are like, oh, FIFA. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, EAFC is fine. People seem to not really care too much about the name, um, which I didn't think they would. Um, but I don't know. I'm more that, that excites me just because I think 2K could make a good game and they have made very good games in the past. Um, their NBA games are all very, very good when it comes to gameplay. It's just the other stuff. Like I really, it depends. Like, am I going to have to pay $8 to change my guy's hair? Like, I don't want to do uh, that. Yes, you will. <laughs> you know what you I mean? will be so, able to get your person to 83 overall pretty easily. <laughs> but if you want to go any further, It'll either take you three years, uh, real time, or yep. you can just buy two hundred dollars worth of VC. And yeah, well, it's really the the whatever I think they call it my team on NBA. So it's whatever mm-hmm. their FIFA my team would be instead of Ultimate Team. And like, how does that work in terms of uh, <clears throat> pricing it? Because that's really that's where the EA brand makes their money on that game or where they get their play, their player base is the ultimate team. Right. Okay. So we'll see what they do with that. I don't know. It's interesting. wonder how long that would mean it would take them to get a game out. Quite some time, I would assume, unless they've been working on some, like a, sure. something behind the scenes, but, mm-hmm. um, all right. Well, any final thoughts on the Xbox stuff before we end this out? It's like, I no, know X- just, it's just, more doubling down on game pass. Yeah, it was. A, that's what this podcast was for me. It was just like doubling down on stuff that we already knew. Like, did we need for Sarah Bond to come out and say we're still committed to cross progression and cross gameplay? It's like, okay, were you gonna stop at mm-hmm. some point? Mm-hmm. Like, that would have been the announcement. Like, game games are coming to Game Pass day one. Like, yes. Does that mean at some point? Or there's talks about that not happening. Hmm. I just feel I, like it was weird. It was just weird on the why. Like who made them do it? It was a it was a double down on please invest in our ecosystem. We don't care if you buy an Xbox or not. 
But if that even if that's the case, the only like June their big June conference, everyone watches. The casual people are gonna find sure. out and watch. Sure. Game awards, like everybody's gonna watch that, even casual people. People that are watching an Xbox business event twenty minute podcast mm-hmm. are just kind of like the hardcore Xbox gamers or the people that have seen all the news this week, they're like, Oh, I want to watch this because I want to see if games are coming to PlayStation. It's not like the masses. This video is not going to have 5 million views tomorrow. So it's like, why we, why, why? What was the point? It's the first big sit down. I think uh, a conversation really since they acquired Blizzard Activision. Right. So this was, I think just kind of in the wake of us spending all that money, I just want you to let you know, our goals have not changed. Our plans have not changed this is what we're going to keep doing. Right. So I don't know. I still think, I don't know I think Microsoft that. is in it now. I think they weren't in it and now I think they are in it. So I think things could change drastically over could the be. years. Could be, could be. You heard it here first. I have to go back to five Oh eight Thursday, February 15th. If it happens, I called it. I like it. If, and I'm, I'm still crossing my fingers that halo is one of these four games that comes over. I think it's going to be. I would, really do. That would break. That would break the internet as a whole. Oh, Andrew, there he goes again. Andrew's just. <laughs> I think. I think I thought you were doing that one. I don't know what I thought I was doing, but, um, man, if Halo, I told somebody this the other day. I was like, if Halo Infinite came to PlayStation, I'd be that. playing. I would play it a lot <laughs> because it. The gameplay itself is good, and now that they have. This, uh, the the Halo Three team essentially the Master Chief Collection team essentially mm-hmm. that's working on Halo Infinite and most of the people that were in charge of making the decisions beginning sure. of Halo Infinite are now gone because there are terrible decisions. Sure, the game is getting back to like a good place. Sure, mm-hmm. as far as content and stuff goes, but it's too too late for that mm-hmm. now. Like the players, not that they don't have players, but they don't like. No one's playing the game essentially. I'll people say are, that you'll, but there's people that are playing yeah. now have been playing since launch and never really quit. There's I'll not say a lot of new dis- people coming in. Yeah, I'll say something you'll disagree with me on, though. I want it to come to PlayStation so I can play it with the superior controller. I mean, I'm down. <laughs> I think it's a better I, controller. I think minus that the battery this, life. <laughs> I th- oh, yeah. I think that this hat was a better controller, but now my since I've had the PlayStation Pro controller and haven't really been playing anything on Xbox like at all besides Power World. If I, like I went back to play Halo with Andrew Monroe like maybe two months ago. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, just whiffing all my shots because I just hadn't played anything competitive with this controller. And I was like, I just needed a PlayStation controller. Give me them haptic triggers, baby. So, man, I would love for Halo Infinite to come because... All of us would be at least download it and play it again. So, like, part of the reason I just haven't played it is because we don't have a group group of people to play it with. Sure. And that would definitely change. And it would be really, really funny for Halo Infinite to blow up because it came to PlayStation. And that, again, well, if that were to happen, currently, I think Microsoft would be like, all right, well, let's put some more games over there. Well, currently, Halo is one of the biggest first-party whiffs from a Microsoft yeah. perspective in terms of expectation versus reality. And that would be one way to make it not a whiff, at least. I just, I mean, as much as I want it to happen, I just can't, I can't see going on PlayStation, going to the PlayStation store and seeing Master Chief. And he's on the back of the box of the Series X. I don't know if he still is or not, but he was at launch. 
And then yeah, for, I don't know. four years later for him to be on PlayStation. <laughs> and Paramount. Oh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But fingers crossed. But even Sea of Thieves, like. I'd be a good one. Like she said a million times, cross progression. So like all of our stuff just carries over to PlayStation. I have, I, we have a friend that the only thing that, only reason he has his Xbox is for Sea of Thieves. Yep. It's like it. It's all he plays. We, I, um, so, I played, um, Ubisoft's Skull and Bones. Played that last week, this past weekend for about an hour, and that was enough. Game of the year. It's not Sea of Thieves. It is not no, trying to be Sea of Thieves either, though. Like, it's not, it's different. Way yeah. more action y, way more, like, I don't know, a lot of more fighting at sea and shooting cannons at each other, like, pretty consistently. But now, Sea of just, Thieves has a, uh, a mode where there's no other PV, like, player mm-hmm. ships on the end. You get, like, half the loot or something like that, but you can at least now mm-hmm. play without having to worry that a pro gamer is going to come and just, like, ruin your life. Mm hmm. Especially if you're playing solo. Yeah. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening this week's podcast again. We may be trying to do some stream stuff um, coming up. It'll happen. We record Thursdays around like five o'clock. So just stay tuned to our podcast and our socials. And if that happens, um, we will make a post and let everybody know. Um, So you can come in and help us get everything figured out. Um, If there's a Nintendo Direct next week, we'll be doing a reaction. So I may just try and Mm -hmm. test that out next week for the reaction video. Um, But that's going to do it for us here. We will be with you all again next Friday. See you. Oh, let's break it.